My friends, I want to talk today about a subject that, uh, well, it's, it's one that's been on my mind for a very long time. Uh, and it's a piece of a big puzzle. Uh, the issue is congressional ethics. Uh, it, it just infuriates me when members of Congress, whether Republicans or Democrats, uh, squander uh, the public's trust. There's so little of it left to squander. So when I find a conflict of interest by members of Congress for which there is an easy remedy, I'm ready to shout it from the rooftops. It's, it's, it gets me kind of charged up. Uh, and when I discover Congress won't take action on this, I'm just ready to scream. So today I want to talk about a very big conflict of interest. It's very easily remedied. And, you know, I, I kind of like your help getting the word out and putting a little bit of pressure on Congress to adopt it. Now, this is not like Build Back Better. It's not like voting rights. This is something that is much more narrow gauge, and there's no reason Congress cannot do this. Well, first of all, some background. Unless you have special insider information about what's going to happen to the economy or to certain companies, information that very few other people have, uh, investors, the buying and selling of individual shares of stock is, is a terrible investment strategy. Uh, this is why the vast majority of Americans who do invest in the stock market invest in index funds that are tied to the performance of the stock market as a whole. Uh, so the question is, why do many members of Congress continue to invest in individual stocks? Could it possibly be that they learn useful things about what's going to happen to the economy or individual companies before the rest of us do? Well, it certainly seems so. For example, in January 2020, a handful of senators, including Richard Burr, Dianne Feinstein, and Kelly Loeffler, made significant stock trades after receiving a classified briefing on COVID-19. Now, remember, this was January 2020, well before the public knew the full extent of the threat. Then in the early weeks of the pandemic, nearly 75 federal lawmakers bought stocks in COVID-19 vaccine makers, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, or Pfizer. This is the early weeks of the pandemic. This is before anybody knew that Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, or Pfizer were actively moving toward some sort of a vaccine. But you've got 75 federal lawmakers. They're buying stocks in these three companies. Look, I, I could give you a lot more examples, but you get the point. Even if these were innocent investments not based on inside knowledge, they certainly smell like insider trades. And at the least, they create the appearance of self-dealing. The appearance itself undermines public trust. A huge amount of information about the economy and individual companies it moves through Congress every single day. I know. I've been there. Much of this information is not available to the public. Some of it indicates what's likely to happen to a particular company's share prices. There's no possible way to guard against the possible misuse of this information for personal profit. So why allow it? Why allow individual stock trades? There's simply no legitimate reason why members of Congress or their families should be trading individual shares of stock. Uh, now, there is an obvious solution. Bar members of Congress from trading individual stocks. 
There is a law, a proposed law, a bill. It's called the Ban Conflicted Trading Act. And it does just this. Lawmakers would have six months after being elected to sell their individual stock holdings, transfer them to a blind trust over which they have no control, or hold onto them until they leave office without trading them. Senator John Ossoff of Georgia is about to introduce legislation that would extend this to family members uh, of representatives and senators. This is an easy and appropriate fix. It doesn't penalize members of Congress or their families. They can still invest in index funds like most other stock market investors. They just can't trade individual stocks. And yet, Congress has yet to hold a vote on this bill. Why? Well, last April, uh, Ron Lieber of the New York Times asked newly elected members of Congress if they would pledge not to trade individual stocks while in office. Few were willing. Most didn't even respond to him. It gets worse. Last month, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi rejected the idea of banning politicians and their families from trading stocks while in office. Look, I'm a big admirer of Nancy Pelosi, but with due respect, she is dead wrong on this one. With distrust in government near an all-time high, even the appearance of a conflict of interest hurts our democracy. Members of Congress are selected and elected to represent the interests of the people, not the money in their brokerage accounts. Banning members of Congress from trading individual stocks should be a no-brainer. Congress should pass the Ban Conflicted Trading Act now. You might even suggest this to your own members of Congress.